brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. This show is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Robots Radio presents The Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, a place where the Elder Scrolls community can come together to discuss the boundaries of our knowledge about the universe of the Elder Scrolls. Welcome back, adventurers. This is the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, and I am your host, Tom, or Robots, and I am back with my wonderful co-host, Lotus of Doom. Lotus, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good. Happy Skyrim 10. Hacky, ha- hacky Sky... Hacky, hacky sack. Hacky Pyrin 10. I don't know what's <laughs> happening with my words. Of course, words are crazy. Uh, I did just stop watching Happy Gilmore, so maybe that's why Happy. Oh, there it is. On the front good of my movie. face. Very funny. Yeah, we got to introduce my 11-year-old son to it, which is good. is a good time with an 11-year-old when you have a <laughs> yeah. hockey player trying to beat, it, beat up everybody on a golf course. Um, but, hey, we were, we were planning to originally record this on... The actual date, 11-11-21, right. but um, things kind of came up last night. Things were a little bit busy yeah. for you, so we decided to push it back. So here we are on 11-12. It's Friday night, and we are recording, and we will be reminiscing this episode about Skyrim a bit and going back through the main quest line. So yeah. just like we did with Oblivion, if you don't want any spoilers, now's the time to nope out of this one. But if you are one of the millions of people who have already played 40 this million game. plus i believe it is <laughs> gotta be you gotta be at least that many right yeah um then yeah stay stay tuned we're gonna be reminiscing about the main quest line going back through the game just like the last episode with oblivion so um so lotus how have you been how, how was how's life outside of you know some of the crazy things that have happened over the last good day? good <laughs> um been a lot happening obviously with skyrim's birthday um you know on brand here is my copy that i got of nice. the anniversary edition nice. um with my perpetual liking to collect physical versions of stuff i got my yeah. new one for the shelf i hear um, you're very excited about one thing in particular when it comes to the ps5 yes and for anybody uh who is playing on the playstation which I don't know. It almost seems like highly controversial to several people who have told me various things. Um, but Microsoft owns Bethesda. There's questions of what, I mean, Starfield, as we know, is a, is a Microsoft exclusive. Mm -hmm. Um, it remains to be seen with some of the series that are already established, what they'll do. Quake remaster has been launched on everything. And, um, the Skyrim anniversary, 
is launched on everything as well as that was my PlayStation version. And because of PlayStation's um, mild ineptitude with <laughs> uh, understanding cross-generational <laughs> games, um, unlike just a universal achievement system that seems to be a simple thing that Microsoft has figured out, some games, the trophies just transfer over. Some games have two separate lists and then they'll pop again. Mm -hmm. uh, and in this case with Skyrim, um, the way that it's coded in Sony's database is the PS4 and PS5 versions are wholly independent video games somehow. <laughs> Even oh, though if you look at the case, it specifically says this is a PS4 game with a PS5 upgrade. Um, uh -huh. So that's somehow in their system registering as two different games. So I can go through and collect all of the achievements in Skyrim for the fifth time, I believe. Oh my gosh. So you're like in heaven. <laughs> yes. Cause I've done it on PC, Xbox 360, uh, PS3, PS4, and now it'll be PS5. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so I have a problem. <laughs> so I'm on the complete other end of the spectrum on this because not that I, not that I avoid collecting these things, but I, usually play on PC and then I usually very quickly mod at least something into the game, which disables achievements. Yes. It disables achievements. <laughs> there is. <laughs> so I, I, I don't mod is I was going to say is I, it's kind of pretty well known. I don't really mod these games or anything like that. It, it's neat that the creation club is built into a lot of this mm -hmm. with the anniversary. However, um, I forget what the most, I don't know. It was probably like super taboo, but um, there is a mod that re-enables achievements. <laughs> Jeez. Oh no. Oh, that seems, that seems really sketchy. So you can mod your game, but then there's a mod to make the achievements work oh. while the game is being modded. Oh, that seems so sketchy. And also I'm, super I'm, sketchy. I'm also kind of tempted, kind of I, tempted to do it yeah, because I, I'm not going to like mod anything in there to like, go through and get achievements right. unfairly. At this, and and I mean, you can cheese it and just be like, I have a billion everything. Okay. Yeah. Enable achievements. I'm just going to walk through the game. Eh, I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's a single player game. You do you, but that's pretty, right. that's pretty weak. Um, but yeah, if, if you still want to get achieved, I, I don't exactly remember the name of it, but look it up. It definitely did exist uh, when I was goofing around on PC. Cause somebody sent it to me. They're like, look, you can actually enjoy all the weird crap. Yeah. And also still get your achievements. I was like, huh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, super weird. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, I guess if that's the thing you want to do, then you can go do that. I'm a yep. little bit tempted. Well, here's the thing is that when I, when I'm not, okay. So I recently, just two days ago, just two mornings ago, started playing Skyrim anniversary edition on my streams on YouTube. And we had, we had a great group of people come over. We were having a blast, start a new character. The community is helping me do this. We're having our extreme role play. It's going awesome, right? Jump into the game. The game looks great for a 10 year old yeah. game. It looks amazing. The content creation, the creation club or whatever it's called, the, I word this for some, for some reason, the name of this thing just falls out of my brain all the time. What is it called? <laughs> the creation club, the creation club. Why can't I, I can't remember this <laughs> the creation club stuff. Too even seamless. I know. Right. So like I found the first place where you can go fishing. I did that. Some of the other little bits, like some, I found some of the first bits of like uh, some uh, of the weapons and armor that I just kind of could uncover early in the game just from finding it like little things in places. And I was like, wow, I've never seen this before in the game. That stuff looked great. 
after my first playthrough, uh, after leaving Bleak Falls Barrow, I got we saved the game, finished the stream, and then later on that night, I loaded back into the game, and I was like, huh, I wonder what else is in the Creation Club. And I kind of poked around there, and I was like, I wonder what else is in the mod section. I poked around in there, and I was like, oh yeah, better textures and weather. You know, like, it, <laughs> I was just it like, begins. It begins, right? And I'm like, I'm not going to mod in any like wacky companions that look like anime girls. I'm not going to mod in any like crazy new buildings or complete revamps of towns. Although that stuff I'm sure will come later at some point when I'm sure. just like playing around with it again. But for this playthrough, just like, yeah, give me some really cool weather effects and maybe some better textures. That sounds cool. And oh, by the way, the whole wet and cold thing where like characters actually, you know, you can see their breath in the cold weather and they drip after they get out of the water. Yeah, that's and things that are a little bit shinier when they're wet. That's cool. And mm -hmm. maybe better blood textures. That's cool. You know, things that make the game just a little bit more immersive, but don't break anything. Sure. That's that I totally get. Totally cool. So maybe I'll just mod in the whole like keep the achievements thing with that stuff because it doesn't actually stop me from like playing any of the normal stuff and it yeah. doesn't make playing any of the normal stuff and any you won't easier. personally feel dirty about it. Yeah, it's totally not dirty. So, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on that. But um, but here the Skyrim Anniversary Edition is here. It's got a lot of cool stuff in it. This episode a lot of hype. isn't a lot about of going. Excitement. It's a lot of hype, a lot of excitement. This episode isn't about going through all the nitty gritty details. Um, if you're if you're looking for that stuff, there are videos aplenty. There are articles all over the Internet. It's very easy to look that stuff up. Absolutely. And I mean, it's kind of been like at least via the Twitterverse uh, as well as elsewhere. But it's just that tends to be my social media of, of choice. There's just mm -hmm. been so much going on. Um, I mean, everybody I had my saga about my Elder Scrolls online share from Noble. And now there's a Skyrim edition for the 10 year anniversary that they're yeah. releasing, yeah. which um, looks pretty cool. As somebody who loves their noble chair, uh, it was a little, little awkward when I was like, oh, oh God, there's another one. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, what? I can't sit in two chairs at once, <laughs> nor can I afford another one of these chairs. Yeah. Like, but, um, yeah, if you're interested in one of these and didn't get the chance to get the elder scrolls, uh, online one, it is also a very, very cool chair with an arrow to the knee joke involved in the chair. Um, mm -hmm. very, very cool stuff. And did you get to see the, um, uh, the orchestra i didn't i didn't watch this yet so i didn't get to see it live either because i was at work uh -huh. however thanks to beautiful jay who is one of the um lead writers i believe is uh his position but over at zenimax online studios um he actually put out a link it is on spotify you can actually oh. listen to the concert on spotify it's awesome nice okay so yeah yeah, yeah. You'll yep. have to have to I, I'm going to have to look this up after the stream. So, yeah, it's is, it's it's definitely worth a listen if you love the music of these games. And I mean, Skyrim being the most popular of mm -hmm. them, <laughs> um, definitely, definitely suggest it. Yeah, it's definitely something I need to go figure out and, um, you know, go look up and, and just spend some time watching later for sure. Um, the one other thing I wanted to note, and there's some talk about this in, in chat about the mods, is that there's the whole discussion about this edition of the game breaking mods. Um, a lot of that has to do with the uh, script extender. And last I read about this, they actually released an early version of the game to the guy who is in who has been the lead on doing the script extender mod, which so many other mods rely on in order for them to work. Um, so just a few details about that. One, any of the mods you have that don't rely on the script extender will still work. 
without that. Um, including the ones that you can load through the game itself, because most of those don't rely on the script extender. Two, he has been working like night and day for the last two weeks or so to update the script extender. I believe there is an updated version of it that is not fully tested yet, but is working um, somewhat. So even if you're a little bit worried about that breaking your game, there is an updated version for that. And three, he's continuing to work. So it doesn't seem like it's going to be one of those issues where it's going to be like months and months and months and months until your version of Skyrim is going to work with all the mods that you're used to using again. It looks like it's going to be one of those things that should be solved momentarily, and it might just be a, a short little while to get that going again. So it's something Very that cool. they were aware of. They contacted the guy behind it in order to see if they could get this adjusted. And it does have something to do with um, some of the behind the scenes stuff that worked for the, you know, the features in Windows that was connected to a Windows 2015 thing that was now updated 2019 thing and technical stuff that I don't understand completely. But they do. And it looks like they're doing what they can in order to work with the community to get that working. So obviously they're, they're not doing this in a way where they're trying to break stuff, but they're trying to update components in order for things to work as best they can. So that just means that everything in the chain has to be updated as well, including sure. the stuff that mods have to, do, to rely on. So this is something where in time things should start working again. So just be aware of that. But Let's get on with the rest of the episode because we've got to talk about the main quest lines in Skyrim because that's what the main focus of this episode is about. So, Lotus, you ready? I am. Let's do this. All right. So everybody remembers how Skyrim starts because you start out in that cart riding down the road with the good old, uh, you know, buddies of yours in that cart. Remember that you're finally awake. You're finally awake. And <laughs> <laughs> so the, the funniest thing to me is that you're sitting there next to this very fancy looking important Nord, right? Mm -hmm. This fancy looking dude who is supposedly has a gag on his mouth because he can do a dragon shout. Yes. Yes. Do you remember this? I do. And I remember wondering what that was about the first time you, you sat down. And, I, and did I did. This. I had no idea what the deal was uh, with that at first. And mm -hmm. I feel like it might've been from our discord without going too off the rails. It's just such a funny joke slash meme slash just concept where um, for anybody to know, Ulfric has the power of the voice right. and this is Ulfric Stormcloak. Right. Yeah. So that, that's who we're referring to, which we'll get into in a second. Yeah. And that's why he's, he's gagged is, you know, we're talking about, um, but his hands are tied in front of him. Right. And he could just remove the gag. Actually, Rob mentioned it in chat, Yes, which once that was brought up to me, I was like, Huh, that's really funny. He could just move his hands up and he doesn't even have to have even he doesn't even have to use his fingers. He could just use his arm and just like move the gag off the front of his mouth. Yep. And then shout away. <laughs> shout away. Also, the gag isn't even that tight. Like I'm, no. like we all wear masks over our mouths. Right. When we go in public these days, and you could still shout with a mask over your mouth like that <laughs> like <laughs> but yeah it's, it's just a funny little uh, uh thing with you know the way these are done or whatever yeah but yeah Ulfric Stormcloak is riding along with you as uh mm -hmm. you know you cross the border into Skyrim as a prisoner because that's how you play these games as a prisoner most of the time yep yep you and a bunch of other prisoners are being brought in you must have done something that was pretty bad and of course you get into uh, into town, into Helgen, 
and this is where you get into your character creation you decide who you are and coming off of the cart then you run into uh the super nicest guard of all of them do you remember this yep so this is hadvar had hadvar right hadvar yeah. hadvar I, I can't pronounce their names the way they do um so hadvar looks at you and is and and, and says something different depending on which race you pick Yes. Every single time. And Hadvar is like the nicest of the guards because he's like, oh, you are in the wrong place for a something something or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you get off the carts and the impatient one of the group is like, fine, let's just get this done with. And he goes up and gets, gets his head cut off. Right. And yeah. Had, say, they don't they don't care about justice. They care about chopping off traders heads and right. they don't care who the traders are. Right. Right. And and here's the thing. General General Tullius is there. Everybody's doing their thing. They're all pontif pontificating about like, ah, blah, 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 blah. The Imperials, the Stormcloaks, blah, 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 blah. Right. And then first dude goes up, gets his head cut off. Had he waited like two more minutes and just not said anything and let people just pontificate a little bit longer freaking dragon dude would have showed up and he never would have gotten his head cut off yeah yeah now you might have been in the wrong place at the wrong time he was really in the wrong place at the wrong time absolutely absolutely <laughs> this is the thing i always think about when i get there i'm like that poor dude yep. was in the wrong and then you of course you go up to the thing you lay your head down and dragon dragon dude shows up who of course we find out later is anduin Alduin. Alduin. Alduin, not Anduin. I was going to say. Who's Anduin? What? Anduin sounds like a coffee is, barista. No, Anduin, Anduin is uh, from World of Warcraft? Oh, God. Who's Anduin? And, Anduin. <laughs> Anduin is from World of Warcraft. Alduin. Oh, man. Anduin Rin is the is the, uh, <laughs> is the prince and then the king in World of Warcraft. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I'm going to get Amazing. strung up. You guys are going to you guys are going to murder me now. Yeah, Alduin. Say, Hail of insults. <laughs> I'm going to leave this in. I'm not going to edit this out because uh, nope, it's hilarious. Just run with it. Alduin. Alduin, big old dragon dude, shows up and is like, blah, blasts everybody with his shouts, starts burning down the city. You run around with everybody and then you get to the crossroads, your first time. And you run up against a situation where you're where Hadvar is like, Come with me. And then the uh, the other dude, what was the other dude's name? Do you remember this? Um, I do not remember. Hold on. I'll bring up the. Yeah, I've, I've got it. Quest list I've got it all in well. front of me, too. Um, yeah, I don't remember the other guy's name. I uh, uh, Gunjar. That sounds no, right. That's a dead guy. I'm trying to. Oh, we don't have this rip. all in front of us while, while we're doing this. Uh, yeah. But you and you and the other dude. Your other choice for who you decide to escape with. Is. Yeah. Chat, chat is going to tell us any yeah, moment now. Beautiful. Stormcloak guy. Yeah, Stormcloak guy. Which is funny. Is... That's, this is why I never go with him. Roloff. <laughs> Raloff. Raloff? Is it Ro Yes, it's Raloff. Yes, it's Raloff. You're right. It's Raloff. Rel yeah, Raloff. Yeah, that's, that's what it, it looks Relof. like. So, and uh, for some reason, I always go with Raloff more often. See. Then it go interesting with Hadvar. I, um, <clears throat> I'm super not storm cloaky, so mm -hmm. that's uh, I tend not to. Well, here's the thing usually in the beginning of the game, I'm like, if those guys tried to chop my head off, I'm gonna go with the other guy. Yeah, because that's valid. I don't, I mean, that I totally don't have makes like, sense. at that point in the game, I don't have like a team because I don't care about the bigger conflict, it's more about these guys tried to chop my head off, these guys didn't. 
to- totally get that. Totally get the guys that didn't shop Also, once you get into like the going through the keep and un- underground and all that stuff, the uh, the um, the guy that kills everybody, the uh, uh, what's the guy that chops people's heads off? The um, executioner. Executioner, dude, super creep. And if you go with the stormcloaks, you get to kill the executioner. <laughs> that dude's a super creep. So oh. I, I always feel okay with that. Also, it looks like because <clears throat> I'm always used to it, just Rayloff, but it looks like uh, chat saying that it's pronounced Rayloff. Rayloff, yeah. See all the name pronunciations I'm so bad with. So Rayloff, yeah, I, I, that, yeah. that totally seems legit enough to me. But yes, yes. So Rayloff, you pick which one you go with. You go underground. You go through all this this stuff, and then of course you end up going further underground, sneaking past the bear, doing all that stuff. And we can't go through every single step in this quest, the main quest line at this detail, because it will take like an entire nighttime. We'll be here until dawn. Oh, yeah. So yeah, this will go on. There'll be <laughs> some condensing. Yes. But this is fun to just kind of reminisce in, in this way through the special right. part of it. But well, plus we have the secret at the end about the anniversary that very few know about uh, that we'll this? have to conclude with oh, so. at, the, at the very end of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, oh, yeah. you have to stay don't, tuned don't for that. Don't you worry. End. I have the true secret to this. The true secret. So you go, yeah. you go through, eventually you escape, you come out the other side, and you are set free and told, hey, why don't you come to the next little town nearby? Because we could help you out. Otherwise, you just go wherever you want. And then, of course, the dragon goes flying over and, and flies away. And that's where you're kind of left off, right? Yes. So that's that's the end of the first quest. Second quest, you head out of the dungeon and this one is called Before the Storm. Mm-hmm. Now, do you remember how this one starts? Um, so is this where you No, this is actually before Bleak Storm Barrow, isn't it? Mm-hmm. This is where where you can decide to go to Riverwood, right? Because yes, you're told you go down the hill to Riverwood, which I remember. I always did this oddly out of order because I tend to bumble into Bleak Falls Barrow, which the game kind of nudges you toward, but also you have your direction. So it's a it's cool scripting in the way that they give you the main quest or also a main quest that you haven't arrived at yet and you don't need you to know that you need to go there yet, which I always thought was cool after I knew about that. Right. Yeah, so you can go to Riverwood, whether you go with Hadvar or Rayloff, both give you reasons to go to Riverwood. Right. Right. Like you can go right, for, right. for with either of them. Yeah, um, the, the the direction of either of them is the same location, regardless of who you go with. Right. It's just that the reasoning behind it is what changes. It's a little different. Right. And then on the way, there are the the stones, the guardian stones, the warrior yep. stone, the mage stone, the thief stone. Now, what's funny about this is I believe the first time I played this, I totally missed these. I'm thinking back Amazing. now 10 years. I think one of my friends did as well. So I don't believe you're alone. So I'm pretty sure I missed these on the, on the first playthrough because I just kind of was like, ah, I'm just going to run around in the world because sure. that's what happened when you leave the and enter the world in oblivion. I was just yep. like, I'm just going to run around. Um, so anyway, you head, you head to, to Riverwood. And if you actually follow the quest line, you meet the people there. You find out that, hey, they've got this claw thing. It'll take you to Bleak Falls Barrow or you can totally skip all of that and just go right to White Run. Either way, you end up going to Bleak Falls Barrow. Yeah. So that it becomes feel like it's a weird scripted, but 
it's it's scripted, but at the same way, the game does a great job of making it feel very organic the first time you play it. Like when you know how it works, you can mm-hmm. see how it works. But it's a really unique thing that it people's first experiences are not all the same, even though it's sort of scripted, but it's just all there for you. It's just which one of these little blocks do you pick up first? Right. So if you get to wi- River Run, River Wood, not River, River Run. Wood. River Wood. <laughs> I'm, I'm so bad with names, guys. I'm so sorry. R- River Run's River, another series. That's a completely different series. I do too many lore shows. <laughs> so you go, I, I don't do a World of Warcraft lore show, so I have no ex- explanation for that one. Um, <laughs> uh, you go to Riverwood Yet. and you meet the, the trader guy who's like, I've got this claw thing. Maybe you can help me figure out what this goes to. Go up to the go up to the barrow up there. See if you can figure it out. Right. If you skip Riverwood, you head over to Whiterun. You meet the Jarl. The Jarl says, talk to my wizard guy. He's got a thing he can you can help him out with. And then he says, go find the Dragonstone go to Bleak Falls Barrow. Either way, you go to Bleak Falls Barrow, right? You end up in Bleak Falls Barrow. You fight all the all the stuff in there, all the Draugr. You find, of course, the big spider, the guy who tries to run away from you. You, you go through all of that stuff. Spoilers aplenty. And yeah, you make your all way. All these memeable moments that everybody now rips on or remembers. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And then you fight the big, you know, mean Draugr guy at the end there's yeah. the wall in front of you with all the runes on it and of course you suck in the power of the first thum right unrelenting yeah. force that's the first yeah, one you, you get, get there. all you get all smart with it you get all smart with it and then you get the dragonstone and you leave and you head back to the jarl and you're like hey i got a dragonstone and they're like hold on more important stuff. Oh, Glossus has his dragonstone. Hey, right hey I've got a dragonstone. More important stuff. <laughs> More important stuff. And they're like, whoa, hold up, hold up. Important stuff, important stuff. We got to talk to the Jarl about this. You just chill out for a moment. And they bring in a guard who's like, uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, Jarl, we have a dragon. There was a dragon. It burned up a tower. We need to go to the tower. Beautiful voice acting. Thank you. I I, I could be one of those guys. So absolutely. <laughs> Actually, um, probably could. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, so, <laughs> so, of course, you uh, go check out to investigate the tower, right? And you end up uh, going with Irelith, who is the, uh, I, I don't know what her official title, right? For the, uh, uh, I don't remember if she has an official like, title. She's like head of the guard or something. Yeah, she she's one of the lead guards in yeah. the, in the right, right in and, in White Run. I mean, I I don't I don't yeah, it's like his own personal guard type of deal. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, listen, we got to go check this out, and and uh, the Arl is like, whoa, whoa, this isn't a like we're just gonna fight to the end. This is a we need to survive and find out what the what the heck is going on and yeah and like report back me there right right. like we got to figure out what's going on and see if we can actually kill a dragon and report back and so this is when you meet and we talked about this guy before Mermelnir. There we go. I got it. Ah, Mermelnir. Apparently she's the Jarl's house carl directly. I didn't know that she was house carl to the Jarl. Okay. Jarl's house carl. That's my new rapper name. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so you go, you go meet Mermolnir, and uh, he comes swooping out of the sky. He's big old bad, badass dragon. Starts sh- killing everybody, blowing fire and everything. You fight him off. You kill him, and then 
unexpectedly whooshy sounds. That's the sound of you eating souls. Yeah, you, you, you and, and and all of his flesh because only his bones are left. So I guess the souls well, are combined I with his flesh. That, so this one of my favorite effects from this game is when you do eat the dragon souls and their scales and flesh kind of like flake off like when you burn yeah. paper yeah and it like crumples and like blows away yeah i love that effect from the dragons so that all that's left is the bones type of deal such a cool effect and while you know you're getting eye blasted from all the soul and everything like that but right at the right. same time yeah it's it's a very cool effect the way they just kind of like paper burn away as as they decompose yeah that, that part is really really cool and then of course one of the guards runs up and goes you must be dragonborn <laughs> And you're like, what is that? And he's like, it's what my grandfather used to tell us stories about. <laughs> and yeah, you're like, beautiful. Perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm so good at this. Uh, yeah. And you're like, OK, cool. I guess I'm dragonborn. And then you're like, I guess I'll take all these dragons and scales with me. Oh, God, they're so heavy. Oh, my God. So valuable, <laughs> but so very heavy. So heavy. You need like a wheelbarrow that you can just carry around with you. By the way, one of the other major benefits of Anniversary Edition are backpacks. They're amazing. Really? Yes. Backpacks. So, Ooh. yeah, I have found three backpacks already in the game. Well, that's, that's nice. I like that. Yeah. And you can make them, too. They're craftable. Anyway, so you head back to Yara Balgruff. Balgruff. I can't say his name. And uh, you're like, hey, we got we killed a dragon. But on your way into the building. <laughs> the graybeards make a big boomy sound and it starts yep. raining. And then you walk into the place and they're like, did you hear the sound? That was the sound of the graybeards making the big sound and the boomy sound. I beautiful. Be these are spot on. I hope everybody's actually tuning in just for the one to one dialogue. <laughs> I hope you guys aren't confusing this. These are not actual sound clips from the game. This is just. Yes, me doing this is this actually Tom mm -hmm. doing his interpretation of the game. I know it's shocking. Mm -hmm. I've memorized um, all the lines perfectly. Yes, exactly. Well, the, yeah. the, the whooshing sound at first I thought was uh, originally the dragon bone glitch of when you would open the uh, gates to run a giant dragon skeleton would just flop in front of you uh, <laughs> yeah, right, which right. came with the original console problem <laughs> um so i thought that was the sound you were mimicking at first because it brought back memories of me not being able to get through the front door because of that thing uh-huh uh-huh so so uh yeah so you talk to them and they're like go talk to the gray bears they want to talk to you which is weird because how do the gray bears know this happened from so far away i guess they're up on high on a mountain they can just see everything all the time yeah, or yeah. they sense that one of the dragons just got nuked. Yeah, they're like, I feel, uh, <clears throat> I feel something in the force, in the dragon force. Again, and we're staying entirely in series. Yeah, the dragon force <laughs> is, is the band that hangs out up on High Hrothgar and rocks Followed out for sick them. Sick guitar riffs. Yeah, they're just ripping sick guitar riffs the whole time up on top of the mountain. That would be yep. freaking amazing. Could you imagine? That's just what the Greybeards do up there. Oh my God, that would be that would be metal and Nordic as hell. It actually really would be. <laughs> Somebody needs to make a mod where Dragon Force just plays sick guitar riffs up at the top of High Hrothgar, and you can just hear it echoing through the mountains at all times. <laughs> that would be amazing. Anyway, so they're like, "Go climb the seven thousand steps to High Hrothgar. Good luck. Hope you have big, strong thighs." And then you go do that, right? That's the next step. So now you're on the quest of the way of the voice where you got to go speak with the graybeards. And you remember, yes. you remember this? Do you remember? Okay. So tell me about your experience with the graybeards. 
I've been doing uh, a lot so, of talking. You, you, you talk. A no, little bit. no, that's yeah. totally fine. Because yeah. um, again, recapping these things is like a synopsis version. It's kind of yeah, we're chiming in every now and then, but otherwise we'll be here literally yeah. like for a three hour episode. This will turn into a tales episode where it never ends. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so, we're only like uh, a quarter of the way done, so we got we're gonna yeah, have to keep going so as fast like, as we can. It's somewhat streamlined as the main quest is pretty involved, <laughs> right. but going up. Um, it, in game, the joke is there are not actually 7,000 steps, uh, <laughs> but there's a decent amount of steps going up there. Mm-hmm. You can also Skyrim your way up the mountain. Skyrim uh, horse you, that bitch, as I yeah, like to say exactly. on my stream. So you can yes. definitely avoid some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also on the way you run into the notorious uh, Frost Troll, which usually messes somebody up uh, on their first playthrough. Yeah, bring fire. Yeah, yeah, just use fire. Just, also, just burn it. New thing in Anniversary Edition fire arrows really yeah dude see i have not been able to play too much of it yet because i've swamped in work i've got it i was i was actually talking to zero uh period punctuation zero period productions (laughs) earlier and uh he's been going through replaying his and i was just saying i was like oh my god i was like i'm kind of living vicariously through you because Mm -hmm. you and your stream and stuff like that the snippets i've seen that's basically all i've been able to do i haven't had the time to play myself i've just got it installed it's just sitting there mocking me so yeah i saw some fire arrows in like a craftable menu and i was like fire arrows awesome yeah for sure Mm -hmm. so okay so you head up into the mountain you go you, you go knock on the door and they're like yeah come on in we'll just teach you everything right that's how it works yep just going to hang out with the graybeards and they're, they're totally going to not judge you harshly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you, you get up there and you meet uh master Arngeir, who uh, is the, kind of the speaker of the graybeards, right? Because uh, yeah. their like voices the are too beard. powerful for conversation. They'll just blow you up. That's why they won't <laughs> talk to you directly. Clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to prove you're the dragon ball by dragon ball. Now we're talking about Dragon Ball. Woof. Wow. <laughs> so you go Super Saiyan on them, and then you also show them unrelenting force, and then they're like, oh, yep. okay, yeah, you're the dude. Yep. Yep, and then and then you're like, you're the man with the power, and you're like, what power? And they're like, you know, the power, and you're like, the power of the babe, and then they're, man, we're just wow, jumping. This, is, this has gone in so many directions. <laughs> so many directions. Um, yep, and then they, you got to practice. They, they teach you uh, row. Right? Yep. Give you the second word for unrelenting force, and you got practice. But not it. perfect row. Right? Not perfect row. You got practice a few times, and they're like, "Cool, man, you're good. Now go find a horn." And you're like, "What horn?" And they're like, "The horn of Jurgen's Windcaller." Again, beautiful. And then you're like, "Okay, I'm going to be so proud of this episode." <laughs> yep. Yep. So then you go on the next quest. This one is the horn of Jurgen Windcaller. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, are, are we Swedish chef now? <laughs> that's, how they, that's how they pronounce it, right? No, I mean they do clearly. <laughs> but still. that one was an actual clip from the game. That, I, I'm, I can't take credit for that one. <laughs> that wasn't even your interpretation. We just used a clip for that, that one. That we one got is, permission. That was, I can just put it on the hill. I'll, I'll hit the play button again. The horn of Jorgen Vinclauder. <laughs> So that was identical to the previous one. Uh, yeah, just, exactly. That was just the button I pushed. Picture um, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so they go do that. You go, you go look for the horn of Jorgen Vincaller, and it's just getting worse as I go. <laughs> Somehow getting more offensive to the entire European region. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, 
So <laughs> do you remember, do you remember this quest much? This one just kind of is a blur on my, on my list of like specific memories. I feel uh, like I just kind of blew through this one. Yeah. I, I actually don't really remember this. Is this in another crypt? Yeah. So you go, um, yeah. so you, uh, are assigned one last task to prove your dragon board, retrie retrieve the horn of Jurgen Windcaller. Um, and then you are going to the ruin of Ustengrav, which is marked on your map, right? And so you travel yeah. to it, and then you basically oh, yes. go down okay. into the I depths of this place. This. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then there's a word wall down there where you yep. learn the word for become ethereal. This yes. is the new shout that you learn. And you fight some frostbite spiders, you gather some eggs, and down at the bottom, as you make your way through the final room, four Nordic dra dragon carvings rise out of pools of water. On the pedestal where the horn should be resting, you will instead find a mysterious note addressed to the dragonborn. It states that the horn has been removed and requests that you meet the note's anonymous author by renting an attic room at the Sleeping Giant Inn in Riverwood. Mm-hmm. So after having failed the task, you do as the note says and go to Riverwood. When you speak to Delphine, who you've previously met in Riverwood, because yep. you've been there a number of times at this point, about renting the appropriate room, she will tell you that there is no attic room and that you can take the one on the left. Delphine sh follows you and reveals that she is the one who took the horn and gives you the horn to you. She asks to speak privately and she will lead you to the room across from yours where she will seduce you. No, that's not, she doesn't. <laughs> Delphine opens the wardrobe door, revealing the secret room beneath the inn. In this room, she tells you that her organization has been looking for someone like you and that she took the horn in order to get your attention. That was a lot of work on her part. By the it way, was. and then she seduces you <laughs> and then she seduces you. Yeah. This exchange with her begins the, the quest a blade in the dark. So, yeah, you go through all of that to find the horn. The horn isn't there. And then I clear I don't remember the dungeon very much, but I clearly remember getting to her and then the hidden room and then the blade in the dark. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually really always like their maps that they have laid out, which is super bizarre. But yeah. um, <clears throat> you'll notice them in a lot of the war rooms and stuff like that. And at the camps, because mm -hmm. if you click on the flags on the map, it marks them on your map. Yes. And uh, I feel like that's something a lot handy. of people didn't realize until like a significant yep. portion of <laughs> way into the game. Yes. I, I love that because it's like, ooh, I need to make a note of going to check these places out. So I just click all the little flags and then they're undiscovered, but it shows them as like, this is here you just haven't been here yet which is really cool yeah so this is okay this is one of those things that like makes this game a classic are these little itty bitty details that just add to the replayability and the the ease of play in the game yes these little things like i found a map there were things marked on the map if i click on those it adds it to my map which would make sense if you were carrying a map in real life and saw a <laughs> right. similar map on a table and we're like oh that's a notable location i'm gonna mark that on my map that i have here that's uh, the same exact map so that i know how to get to that same location exactly <laughs> it totally makes sense <laughs> like it makes sense yeah it totally makes sense yep. like those the kinds that. of genius ideas that they were just like thought about while making this game and we're just like no that's clearly that's the thing you should do so all right well we're we're not even halfway through this might have to be a two-parter lotus 
Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. I was going to say it might actually have to be, this might have to be, we, we might have to do this right by making this a two parter. So what I'm going to do here is we're going to take a break because we need to thank our patrons. We're going to come back and maybe we'll tackle a few more of these in, in good detail and leave the second half of this for the next episode. You can be okay. thinking about that while I talk to our patrons. We'll be right back. The skies are marked with numberless sparks, each a fire and every one a sign. I am so excited about our sponsor this week, Marvel Strike Force. I freaking love Marvel Comics. Growing up, I collected comics and the trading cards, and I've seen pretty much every Marvel movie they've made so far. So if you're into Marvel like I am, go check out Marvel Strike Force. This is a mobile squad RPG. You can collect and unlock all the different heroes. You fight against supervillains. There's a campaign. There's a blitz mode. There's an arena. There's a constantly evolving meta. And right now they're celebrating the Deadpool anniversary event. This is a mission from Strike where you log in the first time and you unlock this generous gift containing character shards, a anniversary diamond orb gear a bunch of other items it is absolutely the right time to jump in and try this game out click the link in the show notes to download it now and then use the promo code maxpool m-a-x-p-o-o-l maxpool don't miss out on all the free stuff and thanks again to marvel strike force for sponsoring this episode hey there my name is jameson or big cat and i am brenna or mother goose and together we are the hosts of the dl weekly gaming news each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room, where we discuss a different gaming-related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download. And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims. So come and hang out with us every week and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Patrons, I want you to listen to me very carefully. I'm going to I'm going to whisper this. You guys listening? I think you're really cool. There you go. That was it right there. That was that was the thing that you needed to hear. It's beautiful. You're welcome. Um, but honestly, and that was honest, but also honestly, I think you guys are really cool. I think you're, you're really super awesome. And thank you for helping to support this show. And also, thank you especially to our two Daedric Princes right now, Mr. Gami Boy and Noodle Al Dente. You guys are, are, are amazing. And also to all of our other patrons, everyone from Tier 1 up to Tier 5, thank you so much. All 54 of you, holy moly, thank you so very much. You guys are the best. And if, if we've done anything on this show to help you get through your workday, your commute to work, your workout or your attempts at learning the second or third verse of like holiday songs, because who even knows what those words are, then, you know, consider going to patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast and check out all the different tiers, all the different things that you can get for helping to support the show, because we would really appreciate the help. And I think you might enjoy some of the benefits you get for helping to support the show. Ad free episodes, episodes early, joining us on future shows, merch, which is currently being printed and which will soon be shipping out to some of you guys. Awesome things like stickers and T-shirts for different tiers. You guys should go check these things out. There are pictures of them up on the site. And I just I can't thank you guys enough because of supporters like you. You help people like me do this as a full time job. And I can't tell you how much that means to me. So thank you so very much. All right. We need to get back to the show. Here we go.
All right. Yes, yes, you're entirely brilliant. Conquering madness and all that. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm excited too, T-Rex. They, they will be shipping out very, very soon. And Lotus, what do you got? So here's my suggestion, all right? Mm-hmm. Because this is not only just a recap of us uh, kind of just reminiscing about the Skyrim quest line and doing a run through like we did with Oblivion. Yeah. Uh, but also this is kind of a celebration of the birthday of Skyrim. Happy birthday, Skyrim. Uh, Happy birthday, Nova um, dude. So why don't we talk about one more of the quests mm-hmm. and then I will reveal a very important secret about the Skyrim anniversary that everyone should be much more aware of than I found out that the general population is. That sounds like a great idea because we did spend yeah. a little bit of time, extra time at the beginning also kind of talking about some other right. stuff. Right, and we're almost halfway through the main quest. There's 17 quests if I remember correctly. Yes, yeah, 17. that's what this says. Um, okay. Plus optional ones that we haven't even gotten to yet. Oh Three yeah, other no, we'll have optional. to address all of that. That'll, yeah. that'll kind of be able to fill out the extra next time so i think that's a good idea and we can spend a little bit of extra time talking about some other stuff too so um yeah so do you want to talk about the next quest yeah let's do one more quest okay. and then we can conclude with the uh finale of the skyrim anniversary stuff that i feel is uh important to discuss before we get too pa- too far past the anniversary that sounds great so the next quest is called a blade in the dark and this is where you have to prove to Delphine that you are the person that she's looking for, right? So yep. she, she has the horn of your Vin collar and um, you have to follow instructions in the mysterious note and get to the place. So you get to the, you get to the inn, you do all of that. And she uh, leads you to the thing that leads you to the inn. And um, let's see, where were we? You uh, do, 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 do she this ends with you needing to fight a dragon if i remember correctly that's right that's right i'm trying to remember what the next thing was here um so delphine will reveal that she took the horn uh, the note was a safeguard to protect against the trickery by the thalmor so that was that was part of the thing here going on she's she's worried about the thalmor she Damn also thalmor. tells you that the dragons are not just coming back but are actually coming back to life resurrected by or from their burial mounds so you're learning she knows more about what's going on with the dragons only the dragonborn can permanently kill dragons by absorbing their souls, but she is not quite ready to accept you as the dragonborn. This is the part where you have to kind of prove yourself to her, despite the graybeard's interest in you. So she has a task for you to prove your authenticity. According to the Dragonstone map, which is the exact one that you took from Bleak Falls, and the next dragon will rise from a burial mound in Kynesgrove, and she wants you to go with her to that site and kill that dragon and if you yep. do that she will she will consider that proof that you are the dragon boy because she wants to watch you do your magic suck up the dragon soul thing mm-hmm. i think that's pretty solid proof that seems like a pretty good test to be fair right right so you head out with her you go over there and um you basically you find out where it is you head over to Kynesgrove. idra the innkeeper will run up and tell you that there was a dragon that was seen flying over the the mound and that's where you end up going right so according to uh and we often pull information of course from the uesp article which by the way i checked out their podcast last night they were they were live last night oh yes and speaking of um the side note speaking of uh starfield i was gonna say stargate that's a completely other series perfect wonderful (laughs) i'm killing it tonight (laughs) 
Starfield. They're uh, prepping their Starfield wiki. I don't know exactly what it's going to be called yet, mm -hmm. but that's amazing. Like they've done yep. so, such a good job with Elder Scrolls. They're going to do an awesome job. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, when the dragon saw Lochner uh, is whole once more, he has a conversation in the dragon language with Alduin, which is interesting. Uh, yes. And to be fair, Selmlachner doesn't really impress many people, especially Alduin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so they're having they're having a little talky talk. Yeah, um, they have their chat. They have their chat. So uh, let's see where does it go. After ordering Salachner to kill you, Alduin flies away. Delphine will help you kill Salachner, and upon his death. When you absorb his soul, Delphine will be quick to acknowledge you as the Dragonborn. So that's what it that's what it, this says here. I, again, this is another one of those quests that I feel like I blew through real fast. Yeah, well, showed up. Fought I mean, the dragon. It, it's, this is more because um, I actually do remember this quest. And one of the things that I thought was kind of cool about this, this is one of those ones where you kind of the the majority of the quest is actually kind of taking in the scenery and finding other stuff on route. It's like a travel to see all the things type of quest. Yeah. Um, but the quest itself, this segment isn't super involved except for the, you know, the dragon fight and actually getting to watch him get resurrected is kind of cool out of the dragon mound. That was kind of neat. Mm -hmm. But um, a, a lot of it is, kind of almost handhold like it's almost like hand holding you into like go on you can explore look at all these things like as you get to the dragon mound um but the the quest itself isn't super involved by comparison like no no but this is this is the part of the main quest line where it is revealed that she has uh suspicions that yes. it's the thalmor that have something to do with the return of the dragons Yep. That this is what's actually going on, that they are trying to destroy the Empire, that they're trying to use the dragons as some sort of way to do that, some sort of leverage or something. And this is what leads into the next step in the main quest line, which right. is much more memorable to me than specifically this one where you just kind of show up and fight a dragon. So, yeah. Um, so I think that's where we're going to stop with our yes. reminiscing of the quest line on this in this one. Um, so let's move on to your little note here about so the thing that my, you think is super important. It is. It is very important because many neglect in all the excitement about Skyrim that this is not the only anniversary that takes place um on this day yeah because it also turns out that it's shadow key's birthday shadow key okay shadow key. i the have a feeling that a good, exclusive. a good i don't know 80 90 percent of our listeners are going that sounds kind of familiar what the heck was that again <laughs> so the elder scrolls travels shadow key um is an engage exclusive game with nokia <laughs> <laughs> um it it looks rough uh it turns 17 this year 17 uh, that was like yes, 2004 it, it came out in 2004 it actually oh came out boy here look, yeah look at these images um, it is it is an old game in the series um ironically though where shadow key takes place is um the western reach area of of the map um and it involves hammerfell high rock 
and Skyrim. You go to Skyrim in Shadowkey, which is also interesting. <laughs> the memes. Um, oh man. Oh yes. Oh, there's the box. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, well, theoretically, I own it, so I, I'll. I was gonna say, it seems oh, much better than that. Oh, um, look at that. There's the picture of the end gauge down, down there on the bottom. For anybody who has never seen an end gauge before, that's what it looked like. That is an end gauge QD, I believe, because I actually QD. don't have that one. I have the older version of the end gauge in which I play Shadow <laughs> Key. On. Wow. Um, <laughs> Does it look like that? Shadow Key, other than the region, obviously, that relates to it. Um, The reason I bring this up, I just find it so funny because there's so much fanfare around Skyrim. Um, And one of the things that the series, not just Elder Scrolls, but Bethesda has kind of been known for is these these dates. They're like fascinated by the 1111 things or like numbers that repeat. And it started all the way back in 2004 with this game. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't 11, 11, 11, but it was 11, 11, 2004 at the time or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, when I originally played through this game, it was um, rough. It probably still is rough. I'll be playing it again on stream for everybody so that we can have documentation of it because surprise, it's very difficult to find much on this game uh, as many people were not, Oh, that's a perfect view of the map. That map you just brought up is yeah. actually the one that's included in the box. That's a beautiful map, too. It's an awesome map. It's hanging on my wall. That's why I can't show it to you because it is literally stuck to my right hand side right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's an awesome map. Uh, there are a lot of locations in the game, and it brings you to several places that actually get addressed later on in the series. Skyrim being a big one, and uh, Snowline was a really cool area. It's like right on the thing. But you also get to go to Dragonstar. Yeah, it's which, down here on the bottom right. Yeah, down in the bottom, which Dragonstar is in Elder Scrolls Online. Like that's actually a major place. It, it, it holds the Dragonstar Arena, which is is one of the two um four player arenas in elder scrolls so it's like it's it had a lot of underpinnings of other stuff that will happen it involves shadow magic which is kind of only addressed in the game itself um, they don't really deal with shadow magic much outside that mm. um but without overly going into the plot of shadow key you're collecting star teeth to fight this shadow creature that's going to come and mess stuff up. Um, and as rough as it was to play the game originally, I will say that honestly, after playing battle spire and dawn star, um, which is another travels game, um, shadow keys really not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it runs at like four frames a second. It, it, it is really comically rough, but at the same time, um, it has a surprising amount of content in it for a borderline throwaway game in the series. Like even the throwaway games in the series are not, forgotten um and the, and the joke post every year uh captain dumak actually makes a joke post about uh shadow key and it usually reminds me to also join him with a joke post because there aren't that many of us that have actually played through shadow key or that many copies of shadow key that even exist um but 
for a random piece of deep lore, you can pickpocket. It is it is a rare purple uh, collectible or item. Um, there is a pickpocketable item called a star tooth, which is in Elder Scrolls Online. It's just a random pickpocket chance. Um, the I believe on the UESP, I'm actually the person with the picture of it <laughs> uh, because like there's very little documentation on this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it is, is that is the main quest item you're going for in the game to align these star teeth so that you can, <laughs> you know, you can fight back the shadow. But uh, yeah, I, I would be remiss if I did not manage to mention that this is not the only elder scrolls birthday. There's also little baby shadow key. Oh, little baby shadow key. Yes. Which in and amongst all these remasters of Skyrim, I, you know, I'm definitely of the camp that I wish they would remaster a couple of the other ones as well. Like oblivion wouldn't even be that complicated of, well, you know, me not being a coder, not that complicated. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's, it it's a more logical transition than kind of like upgrading something like Morrowind, Morrowind or Arena be um, because they'd have to do all the voice lines to make it feel modern. Yes. There'd be a lot of a lot of content to do with that. I really think I, I know there's some issues with the ownership of of Shadow Key because it's locked on the end gauge, which is weird. Um yeah. but I think it would be great if they would release that as like a phone game for even like 99 cents. Just people aren't going to like it for the most part. (laughs) Well, there's a reason why they won't do it. (laughs) Yeah, but I bet they would actually make a surprising amount of sales just on interest in the name, the Elder Scrolls. Like, Uh yeah, granted, it won't add much for I mean, deep lore people will really enjoy it. But it's it's Mm -hmm. just like there there's stuff in that game. That actually remains in the series, even though it is just kind of this wacky, really polygonal uh, phone game for a phone that barely anybody owned. And the only music in the game is Peaceful Waters, which is one of my favorite tracks from Morrowind, uh-huh. but on a nine second loop, um, oh, which man. is rough to listen to after oh, a while. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I felt I felt that needed to be addressed that also there's another Elder Scrolls birthday. Well, happy birthday, Shadow Key. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> you did it. You did it, little little buddy. You did it. Well, man, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good thing we didn't run through the other uh I don't know, 10, 11 quests ten, in this. Yeah, because... ten more quests in Ooh. Skyrim. And then we wouldn't even be able to discuss any of the side guilds or anything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, we're we're gonna have to carry it over into the yeah. next episode and cover part the two. second of half of this on part two because there's just too much to cover here. Yep. So, uh, man, Lotus, I've been having a ton of fun getting back into Skyrim. You know, one of the things I noticed, I'm so excited in in loading this back up, is that like I've played I've played a few different versions of Skyrim on my PC over the years mm-hmm. with different graphics cards and processors and. Man, getting out of that first zone and then just the draw distances, like, yeah, I don't remember the draw distances being as good. Maybe it's just like upgrades to my GPU over the years or something. I don't know. And to be fair, the environment still is breathtaking to me. Like, yeah. I love the visuals and the God rays and it's just the mists and it it just looks so awesome still. Yeah, the, the underlying 
art and tone yes. of the game the artistic feel and yeah there and that's part of why the game is just so classic is that the bones of it are so well done that like you can just mod things on top and right you end up with something that's just better than is it has a strong enough foundation that you can just add a little bit more on top and you keep adding more on top with mods but yeah. if you take all that stuff off it still looks great for a 10 year old game right like, and yeah, it's the, the, i mean the trees are a little bit blocky and this the, sure. the rocks are a little bit blocky and the, the textures are a little bit low for uh, you know compared to a modern game but you know it's still it's still a great experience it really is yeah and it's still super fun to play yeah 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 just running up and fighting things is yeah. just fun like creeping around a dungeon and like picking locks and finding what's in things or looking like the things are so well placed and things are hidden everywhere mm -hmm. everything is is an interesting experience like and i don't know the map is big enough that you get to a new area and you're like have i been here do i remember this place right i don't know that i do remember this place you know like it's it's just it's just such a solid experience um so i'm having a blast i'm having a lot of fun um I don't know uh, how much how much are you going to dive back in? Have you I know you haven't had a, much of a chance to, to fully in. platinum the game again. Yeah. OK. OK. That, that's my plan. I'm probably I, that's not a joke. I might not platinum just straight through. I might like jump in and out, but I, I fully I will probably 100 100 percent achievement wise. I don't know if I've, I as far as I'm concerned, there's always something you can do. It doesn't need yeah. to relate to an achievement or whatever, even though I like doing those things. Mm -hmm. But like getting all the stones of baron zaya like i've only done that once because yeah. that's really really time consuming <laughs> yeah it's like 24 um, yeah but like you can quote unquote 100 percent the game you know and not have done that so it's like these games are just so immense it really just it's up to you how much you want to get out of them because i've had people tell me they're like oh the game wasn't that big like it wasn't that long it's like, what do you mean? The game is like enormous. I'm still playing it like seven years later at the time. And they're like, oh, I don't know. I beat it in like 20 hours. I was like, what do you mainline the quest? Who yeah, does yeah, that? You can, like, you can really? do that, but you're totally missing. I mean, yeah. Okay. So you got the main story. Right. Cool. And I, I, I was even like, wow, I don't know if I've ever, e even when I'm just achievement hunting, I was like, I get distracted. I'm like, wait, what was I doing? Like, yeah, you're missing the, out in the woods. I was like, wasn't I trying to do something? You're totally missing the point of the game. If you're just mainlining the story, like, that's fun, but like, what, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's trying to think of a good analogy. Guess, like it's, there's, uh, I can't think of a, of a good analogy because it's such well, a unique thing. Right. And the, and the thing is with a game like this or any of these, honestly, kind of any Bethesda games, because they all have a very similar type of feel. There's so many options in which you can make it the game you want to play. Yeah. You can yeah. mainline the story. You can never touch the story. I know people who've done playthroughs. They're like, I, I never even trigger dragons because I don't want to do that. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. play a merchant. Like, it's like, well, okay, yeah. sure, that's a choice too. Like, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of options in what you decide to do. Yeah, absolutely. So, are you gonna stream it at all? Uh, yeah, I, I probably will. But pretty much anytime I'm able to stream, I will most likely be bouncing onto Skyrim um, a decent bit. Cool, awesome. Um, yeah. Awesome. So hopefully, I'll have some time where I actually can uh can get some streams in type of thing and and play it on stream awesome cool cool yeah i'll be streaming in the mornings uh weekdays over on my youtube channel and so i'll be doing that also i think i'm gonna try out uh i don't know that i'll be using mods beyond just some of the like environment and texture mods that i loaded in 
on my on my stream. We're doing we're doing extreme role play. So uh, the channel is deciding what my character's quirks are. Right now we're a, a kleptomaniac. We have to get drunk to fast travel. So yep. we can't fast travel without being drunk. We have an irrational fear of chickens. We have an irrational fear of chickens. That's one of them. Yep. Uh, we're very selfish. We do things for ourselves uh, first. <laughs> um, we got some. So other... just me playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are in my chat. were like, you know, like most people were, were like, oh, I try to be very benevolent. I try to do the right thing all the time. And they're like, it would be really interesting to see a playthrough where that's not always the thing that is chosen. And wow, I, was like, I am a monster then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, as long as that's entertaining and we like, don't put people off and they're like, oh my God, you're a monster. I can't watch this. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> Anytime somebody's like, Ooh, I, I need an upgrade. Shink. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've taken that from you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We tried stealing. So fun story. We tried stealing something from, uh, one of the, uh, priests of, uh, uh, Kinnereth, I think it was. Yep. And, um, he had, he had a, like a really shiny gem or something. And I was like, oh, we're going to try and pickpocket him. And my pickpocketing is not good because we're right at the beginning of the game. And uh, Fendel is, is with us. Is Fendel the uh, the elf bowman? And uh, yeah, it, it definitely starts with an F. I have no I idea. I, I'm terrible with names. I'm so bad I know with who you're too. talking about Fr from Riverwood. Yeah. Yeah. From Riverwood. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. my buddy. He's, he, I, got, I got him all decked out in my iron armor. So he's like my bowman tank. Perfect. Fendel. Yeah, yeah. Fendel. I'm right. Okay, good, good. Thank you, Wayward. Um, so Fendel's with me, and like we're sneaking up on him. He was sleeping, and so I go to pickpocket him, and I'm like, ooh, shiny gem. Let me try that one first. And of course, you wake him up, and he's like, oh, what are you doing? And he starts attacking me, and so I start, I try to run away. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I run away. And then Fendel just like starts wailing, pulls out a double-bladed battle axe, and starts wailing on him. He's like, he's like, fine, I give, I give. <laughs> and then Fendel just like destroys him just like kill i'm like fendel stop and he just kills him love it and i was like fendel 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 knows fendel. what's up fendel you just murdered the dude i was like we're just trying to I mean, we're not murderers we're just thieves see and that's it's one of the first uh, i was gonna say i did not drag this out too long but oh man the skyrim memories are just so much fun years ago when i was first getting involved with podcasting and uh dungeon crawler network and actually i was only on as a guest for um tales of tamriel as opposed to now mm -hmm. <laughs> um so it was like three years or so ago maybe a little longer than that um they were promoting uh extra life because i was doing it back then it was actually one of the first things they saw and we're just like oh we'll totally help with that um because agelos and arc were super awesome they were all about it and uh i remember arc was hanging out with me as it clicked over to the 24th hour uh -huh. and i had been playing skyrim and <laughs> i was trying to do uh something stealthy and the guard caught me <laughs> and uh -huh. i was like ah oh, damn it and arc's just like take him down <laughs> i was like all right <laughs> so i took out uh volandrung and i just obliterated this guard like uh -huh. just one swing just turned this white ring guard into dust and the thing that was funny my bounty disappears as huh. if i killed the witness with nobody else seeing it right as another white run guard <laughs> walks by looks at me and goes mm, and just keeps walking <laughs> and and art goes 
that was the game rewarding you for being awake for 24 hours. <laughs> it's like, nice, nice work. All right. Yeah. It's Move just along, like, citizen. Good, good. <laughs> I hated that guy anyway. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Oh, man. Yeah. So we're, we're having a lot of fun over there. So, um, yeah, come come hang out with us. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, I think that's about it. <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, I believe that's everything. Oh, in closing, not that uh, you need to follow. Yeah, whatever. Everybody knows where they can find me. I'm loads of doom. Great. Uh, that's not the important <laughs> bit. Um, <laughs> as a thank you for everybody, speaking of Extra Life, who helped out during Extra Life, I have a Skyrim-related promotional thing. Mm. From now until December 1st, this counts retroactively for everybody. So do not feel like you need to donate more or whatever. I am looking through every one of the $2,000 that you all donated. And every dollar donation that you put forward, uh, I'm going to put you in as one entry. I'm making a nightmarish wow. spreadsheet currently. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, you are allowed to enter up to December 1st is that's when I will do the drawing and the drawing will be for the Skyrim. Uh, there's only 5,000 of these that were made. Um, it's the tablet for anybody on the video version of this. There's a uh, Dragonstone tablet. They made 5,000 of them in the Bethesda store. I have a second one beside the one that I showed on stream. These are the and chunky heavy to, ones, right? What's that? These are like the chunky heavy ones. Oh yeah. It, it's basically like desk sized, except it weighs about a pound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the these thing are, these, is no these, joke. These feel, they, um, they like, they feel heavy. Yeah. I, I haven't opened it. It's still going to be shipped to you in the, the wrapping. So I actually don't know what number you will get out of 5,000. Mm -hmm. Um, but as a thank you, um, I will be drawing one of those or drawing a winner. Um, so if you've already donated, whatever you've donated to the charity, those are the amount of entries you have. You are still able to donate and, and get entries. I'll just add you in as, as you know, as need be um, over at extra life Lotus of doom. Um, but yeah, this is kind of like my way of saying thank you everybody for uh, helping me out and you've got, I have no idea what the date is. So what is it? The it's 12th. Uh, 12th. So you've got a few weeks still. Yeah, so you've yeah. got a couple weeks. Any any dollar donation amount counts as one entry, and I will uh, I will post it on Twitter. But if you don't have Twitter, don't worry about it. I will find a way to contact you. Just if you donate anonymously, show me a receipt <laughs> so I know what to do. Because some people have donated them anonymously, and I I can't. There's no. Way I don't know how it. to find you. Yeah. So. If you do wish to donate, do not feel obligated or anything like that. But if you would like a chance to win um, the Skyrim uh, mm -hmm. Dragonstone tablet, um, just donate and make sure that your name is somehow attached to it or you can show me that it was you that did it. Yeah. Um, and I will let you know when we pick a winner. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Get in, get in some donations for that. And if you, uh, if you don't have any donations and you want to win something that's completely not as impressive than as that, <laughs> then you can look behind me right here and you can see my sexy Santa suit hanging up behind me. <laughs> And all you have to do is show up on my YouTube stream in the morning and try to get us to our 25 viewer uh, <laughs> goal. If, if 25 of you show up at any moment, I have to wear my sexy Santa suit. It's right there. Boobs and all. So uh, if you don't have money to donate and you just want to see me in a sexy Santa suit, that's it right there.
Beautiful. This is, this is another <laughs> another reason to show up to our live streams or watch the video version of the podcast. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's like sitting there taunting me over my shoulder. All right, well, Lotus, this has been super fun. I can't wait yeah. to, to do the second half of this episode uh, next week. We'll be back at yeah. our regular time on Thursday night, at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 yep. p.m. Pacific. So come join us for that on twitch.tv slash robots radio. And I think that's all we got going. You guys know where to reach us for all the other stuff. The robots radio discord is easy to find. Just search robots radio discord. It'll pop right up. We've got a bunch of links in the show notes. We've got everything else on the robotsradio.net website for all the other shows on the network and all the other stuff that's going on. Um, if you have any questions about anything else, then, you know, just shoot us a note on Twitter or on the discord, you know, where to find us. Lotus. Thanks for hanging out. Twitch chat. Thank you for being here. We'll see you guys next time. And until next time, you know, if you find yourself sucking up a bunch of dragon souls, then maybe go talk to somebody with a big, long beard. Find out what's going on. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please reach out to us at elderscrollslorecast at gmail.com or on Twitter at ESO Lorecast. I really appreciate you listening, and I'd love to hear from you soon. You've been listening to the Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey, Simone. Yes, Chad. What would you say is your favorite bad movie? Oh, where would I start? But probably at Zombie Strippers. Oh, yeah, which we've actually done on our podcast, Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. This is a podcast where we take some of the worst movies ever created, and even some of those movies that you might have thought were brilliant, but still got a bad critic score, and we say nice things about them, because you know what? Someone put the effort in, so we're gonna be there, fighting in their corner. Absolutely, Chad. Even if the movie was total garbage, there are some makeup artists that gave it their all, and we're here to recognize that. Exactly. And with really fun themes every week, such as National Treasure Week, Weddings Week, uh, movies with Jeremy Irons and dragons in them, how could you go wrong by joining us every Tuesday and Thursday for some optimism in your life? And like we say at the end of every episode, we love you and there's nothing you can do about it. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Goodbye! Ahoy there, ye landlubbers. Avast, my name is Captain Logan, and I'll be your guide out on the Sea of Thieves. If you love the idea of stealing treasure, cutting down cursed skeletons, fighting off krakens, and raiding forts filled to the brim with shinies, then Sea of Thieves is the game for you. Join me each week as I dive into the news and bring back the nuggets of information that any sailor worth their weight in salt would desire. You don't have to be a pirate legend to gain access to my podcast. Just search for Keelhauled, a Sea of Thieves podcast in your podcast app of choice or head over to robotsradio.net or captainlogan.podbeam.com and get ready to set sail for adventure. Hello, gentle listener. Every Friday, be sure to tune in. What the hell are you doing, Ampersand? (laughs) Hi, Charlie. I'm sorry I broke in. I thought I was the only one to talk to myself. Well, I'm letting everyone know about the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. It's a 5e live play podcast. Join us every week. Where do we find it, you old crusty coot? 
Uh, anywhere you can get all your podcasts. Woo-hoo! You'll find it every Friday, you stupid cat. <laughs> Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.